0: Thank you.
1: Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Amen. Go on, how many has a testimony today where you can say you don't know like I know? Come what the Lord has done for me. Sometimes it's just hard to explain it. It's a you had it been there kind of thing. Amen. Amen. So good to teach every one of you tonight. Can we give all of our guests a great big hand class clap today? So good to teach every one of you. Amen. Can we get the Lord a clap of praise for 175 on Easter Sunday. Isn't that awesome? We had a fantastic time. Uh, everybody worked so hard. And I want to thank each and every one of you that spent extra time preparing and getting ready. Our department heads just knocked it out of the park, and I want to thank them, Amen, tonight for all of their hard work and making sure it went so smooth. It just from the beginning to end. Amen. I couldn't ask for a better day, and we're thankful for that. We're able to baptize one in Jesus' name as well. <laughs> Have Bible studies set up. That's what it's all about, so we're thankful for that. Turn, look at somebody, wave at them, give them a big smile. Welcome them out today. Amen. To Wednesday night service. Amen. You can be seated for a second. I've heard it's a special holiday. Brother Adele, come up here. I heard it was a special holiday. Bishop declared it he's He's trying to act like he's all prim and proper. can I bet you can't guess whose idea that was. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we don't let him write service schedules. Amen. We like to have fun around here. And uh, I'll tell you what, though, I think he did those a lot better a few years ago before he got on the evangelistic field. Before he became an evangelist, it was a little easier, wasn't it? <laughs> we love and appreciate him. Amen. Thankful to have them in town this week. So good to see them, Sister Latoya. Amen. We're going to have you stand back up. We're going to go before the Lord in prayer. We had fun, enjoyed ourselves, got some laughs in, which is what we need. If you have a prayer request, we'll take those by the other thing of hand today. How many of us that God knows every need tonight? Amen. Lord, we love you and we praise you. Thank you, Lord God, for everything you've done, whatever thing you're going to do. Thank you, Lord Jesus, God, for this opportunity to be in your presence today. God, to worship you, to honor you, Lord God, and to love you. God, you see and you know, Lord God, each and every prayer request that was sent up to you, God. Lord, you know every need, you know every situation. God, from the greatest to the smallest, God, you know, Lord Jesus. God, I pray, Lord, you move throughout this sanctuary tonight, God. Lord, every aisleway, every pew, God, begin to address, God, these needs that were lifted to you tonight, Jesus. God, I pray, Lord, you draw us together tonight, Lord, with one mind and one accord. God, in a spirit of love and unity, Lord God, lifting each other up, God, supporting each other, God, encouraging one another as a church, Lord Jesus. God, as we continue to go forwards, God, Lord, we press towards that high calling you have for us. God, I pray, Lord, you anoint our musicians and our singers as they usher us into a time of praise and worship. God, I pray, Lord, you anoint, Lord God, our kids' quest, our teachers, God, our children tonight, Lord God, that revival God, fall in every one of our classrooms tonight, Jesus. God, let your will be done, Lord, God, in this place tonight. God, we thank you. We honor you, Lord. We worship you, Lord, in this place today, God. We know, Lord, that all things are possible. God, in this moment, God, everything can happen, God. God, miracles can take place right now, God. Signs and wonders, Lord, God, can move throughout this place today, Jesus. Lord, we worship you, God, with lips of adoration. God, we trust you tonight, God. Lord, knowing and believing, God, Lord, you're here in this place. God, you heard every prayer request. God, you know every need in this place, God. And you're working in our favor. Lord, we love you, Jesus. We praise you. We honor you tonight. Come on, you clap your hands to the Lord. Lift up your voice and thank him tonight. Lord, we love you, Jesus. God, we praise you, Lord God. Lord, you're great, Lord, and greatly to be praised. Lord, we glorify you, Lord, in this place. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. Brother James, if you'll help me. Amen. I had him ask for him to put a uh, a scripture up today, Joshua chapter 24. This was in my heart as I was praying, and the Lord began to minister to me. He says, now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth. Put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the flood. And in Egypt, and serve ye the Lord. Pay special close attention to verse 15. And if the if it seem evil to you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve. Whether it's the God or which your father served, or whether it's on the other side of the Jordan, or the God of the Amorites, next Scripture. In whose land you dwell, but as for me and my house, It's for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. In prayer tonight, before service, the Lord just kind of put this in my heart. And he says, I need my people to make up their minds. We've got to choose today what we're going to do. Because when we go forwards, we got to make sure we're going forwards with purpose. And we got to make sure we're in the right mind frame. Our family depends on what we choose today. Our friends at work depend on what we choose today. Amen. So I wonder right now if we can lift our hands to heaven. If you're close to your wife, you're close to your spouse, why don't you grab them by the hand? I want you to begin to pray right now. Come on, that you begin to make a purpose in your heart, a purpose in your mind, a purpose in your soul. God, I'm choosing today. Things are going to be different. God, I'm choosing today that we're going to serve you above everything else, God. Lord, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Come on, the world right now wants us to serve everything else, but God wants us to choose him today. And I believe if we choose him in our hearts right now, he's going to open up the windows of heaven. He's going to bring blessings to this church. He's going to bring blessings to your family. We're going to experience miracles, signs, and wonders. Come on tonight. We need to get serious. God, I'm choosing you in everything I do. Lord, I'm choosing you today, God. As for me and my house, we're going to get serious. As for me and my house, we're going to serve you, God, all the days of our lives, Lord Jesus. God, my children depend on it. My marriage depends on it today, God. Lord, we thank you, Lord, and we love you. Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, in Jesus' name we pray tonight. Amen. Can you clap your hands to heaven? Come on, let them know, God, right now, with my praise and with my worship, I'm making a choice. Come on, games are over. God, right now, we're going to serve you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. Tomorrow there's going to be prayer. And we just made a declaration with God that we're going to choose Him. And tomorrow we're going to gather together with the one mind and one accord here at the church at 6 o'clock. And we're going to pray like we never prayed before. Because we're choosing today. Things are going to be different. Come on. As a church and as a family, things are going to be different. We're not going to look behind us. We're not going to worry about things in the past, but we're going to focus on what God has for this church in the future. Get out here this coming Thursday at 6 o'clock for prayer, this Sunday at 10.30 and 11.15. We're going to be here for both services. Come on, we're going to give it our all. Teachers, we're going to prepare like we never prepared before, because seeds were planted last Sunday, and we're going to see God do great things in our Sunday school classrooms. It's a mindset. It's a mindset that we have to have as a church that we're going to be different and we're going to see different results. Amen. If the usher begin to make their way up today, we're going to take up an offering and we're going to continue in worship. And I really want you to have this in your mindset this week to the next couple weeks. God, I'm, I'm choosing right now. We're going to make some changes. And we're going to be different. We're choosing you today, God. Grab that offering in your hand. Lord, we love you and we praise you. God, we worship you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to get back to your kingdom. God, I pray, Lord, you touch with the gift and the giver. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. Go ahead and bring that offering up tonight. Also, we have outreach this coming Saturday from 12 to 2 here at the church. Make sure you get out. We're going to promote our revival next weekend. Amen. Make sure you're working for that again this coming Saturday from 12 to 2 Outreach. We're going to pass out flyers. Continue to praise and worship with us.
2: i hey.
3: Somebody asked one time, coming into one of our services, never seen someone act like y'all act. I said, well, I've never seen somebody on fire not act like that. Come on. When the Holy Ghost gets a hold of you. still wave. You can still do the little. I, to, I want to talk to my little friend. Amen. Amen. Thank you. You could be seated. I was trying to think how I could embarrass my good friend, good brother, Brother Riddell, how I could just embarrass him. And, you know, you can't embarrass a crazy person. So I thought, you know what? I'll get him down here and do some push-ups. Amen. Amen. A good job, by the way, I'm telling you, he did a good job, amen, amen, thank you, thank you, thank you, amen, grab your Bible tonight, we're going to get into the word of the Lord, Kids Quest, oh, thank you very much, Kids Quest, staff, you're dismissed first, staff, all the volunteers, those involved, amen, you're dismissed first. Now the rest of you can leave and be dismissed orderly. Yeah. I don't know if you know what that means, but amen. We'll, we'll figure it out one of these days. Amen. I will say this while they're dismissing. We need parents, need to have your kids in the sanctuary, out of the back. Uh, we're getting stuff in back there. We got a bunch of stuff back there. I think the Browns moved their whole house back there. They brought a bunch of stuff in. Oh, just the garage, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, just the garage. Yeah, but a bunch of stuff. So we're getting stuff in back here. So please, we don't want them going back there, messing with stuff there. So keep them out here for the next little bit. I think the ladies' rummage rummage sale is the end of this month. So uh, they're going to be putting that together and working on that. Amen, thankful for that. Uh, Really enjoyed, I thought Easter Sunday went really smooth, and uh, just enjoyed the presence of the Lord. Uh, Glad to see uh, the one young lady baptized in Jesus' name, amen, amen, thankful for that. Grab your Bible tonight, we're going to go to Deuteronomy chapter 26, we're going to read verses 16 through 19, Deuteronomy chapter 26, I'm going to use the overhead tonight, so amen, we read, just kind of go with me here. Uh, I really feel tonight, Amen. Just to kind of take a few few moments. That's why I'm glad the Lord's moved here early on. But uh, I feel like tonight that we want to talk about some things. Kick off the month of April. uh, I I just feel like we need to be aggressive. Amen. Devil knows he never he knows where we're at, and I believe we just need to show him, Amen, how to how that we're going to get aggressive. Uh, Verse 16 says the day. This day the Lord thy God hath commanded thee to do these statutes, judgments, and judgments. Thou shalt therefore keep and do them with all thy heart and with all thy soul. Thou hast avouched them, I'll tell you about that in just a moment. Avouched them, thou hast avouched the Lord this day, that means declared, just so you know, that means we've declared this day to be thy God and to walk in his ways and to keep his statutes and his commandments and his judgments, and to hearken unto his voice. Somebody say his voice. And the Lord hath declared thee this day to be his peculiar people, as he hath promised thee, and that thou shouldest keep all his commandments, and to make thee high above all nations, which he hath made, in praise and in name and in honor that thou mayest be a holy people unto the Lord thy God as he hath spoken. I just want to take from the verse 19 here that thou mayest be a holy people. I want to take from that tonight and just minister this thought. Preserving our heritage. Somebody say heritage. Thank you. You can be seated. Uh I've been battling this all week, this, this thought I'm about to share with you, uh, and I want to start by saying this, because uh, when I say this tonight, it starts from here, me, first. Uh, one of the hardest things to do these days, somebody say these days, is to change. Change sometimes, at least for me, is difficult. I'm changing into an older person. I say that right? I'm changing into someone that can do less. I can do it. It just takes me longer, and I have to take a, a longer break. Change. Change is tough. There's a lot of changes that's not so tough. You know, some people change houses like, you know, we change clothes every time the rent's due. (laughs) Some people change relationships. I ran into people. You you probably know somebody. One week they're, hey, how's Bill? Oh, you know, I kicked him to the curb, and we've got uh, Fred now. Go through relationships. Some, some things seems like it's not so hard to change, but in all honesty, change is difficult. But learning to preserve our heritage while adjusting to changes, whether they're spiritual or whether they're natural, is still a tough job. And sometimes in the ministry, we'll say things and we'll say matter-of-fact things, and sometimes we make blanket statements. But in all honesty, we know that change is a process. It doesn't just happen overnight. Even when you know you should change, it doesn't mean that you're going to change quickly. If you look up the word heritage, it simply means a legacy, inheritance, or birthright. I think it's fitting, and that's the reason why I believe the Lord laid the name of the church heritage uh, years ago uh, uh, on my heart. And that's why we call this heritage, because it is our birthright, something to preserve. Now, In Exodus 6 and 8, uh, the Old Testament, it was the promised land uh, that was Israel's heritage that was given. There's there's promises that's been made by God, and in that, uh, they had to learn to deal with changes. Uh, When you're in the world, and when we're in bondage, you understand? And then the Lord brings you out of that. They had to learn to change. As a matter of fact, some of the changes they had to learn was while they was in the wilderness. They had to learn to trust God. We, as we enter into, you know, our relationship with the Lord, and we learn to allow the Holy Ghost to kind of start working in our life, and we allow the Word of God to start making some changes in our life, we have to deal with some wilderness experiences. Somebody say Amen. But in Exodus 6 and 8, he says, I will bring you into a land concerning the the which I did swear to give to Abraham, Isaac, and to Jacob. I will give it to you for a heritage. He said, I am the Lord. So the Lord's interested in preserving the heritage. He said, I'm going to keep the promise that I made to your forefathers. I think it's important for us to realize as a body of believers who we are and what we're doing. And we need to let the devil know this is part of being aggressive to let them know. We're not just thinking about the here and now. We're preserving our heritage for our children for our young people, for our families, for the community. Amen. We're letting the adversary know, amen, that we're taking a stand in how we live now and the choices that we make now. It was ironic how that Brother West started this that way. We've got to choose today. We've got to choose now that we're going to serve God and we're going to build on that. Psalms chapter 127 verse 3 lets us know, And as scary as it is to some, children are a heritage of the Lord. Children are regarded as a heritage, a a, a birthright, an inheritance, a legacy. It is a legacy. Amen. Our children carrying on. In the Word of God, God's law was considered uh, and called a heritage. Israel, of course, is called God's heritage. Just to give you a few things about heritage. And the same image is considered and applied to the church in 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 3. We are a heritage. Amen. We are called out. We are a people of God. God has preserved a church. Remember what he told the apostles? He said, I'm going to build me a church. I'm going to have me a church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail. I don't know if you're getting this or not. That, that statement in itself lets us know the church is preserved. The heritage of God is preserved. I will have me a people. I will have me a body of believers. I don't care what the signs are. I don't care what the times are. There are going to be a people that will go through, that will choose and make the choice to serve. In the New Testament, we find that we have a birthright. And how many realize that you're born into this? How many's been born again of water and of spirit? Thank the Lord. Come on, it's a, a, it's a birthright. And with that birthright, it lets us know that we have an inheritance. We now have become the heirs of the Lord. Go with me to Romans chapter 8 and let's look at verse 14 through 17. Because when we are born again, we become heirs of God. And look at what he says. He says, and fellow heirs with Christ. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, listen, they are, are I hope you hear tonight what the Lord is really wanting us to uh, hear and what to be conveyed. We are the sons of God. Come on. We're in our flesh But we are born of the Spirit. If you've been born again, you are born of the Spirit. That makes us the sons of God. Just like Jesus was the flesh, amen, God manifests in the flesh, but Jesus represents the sonship of God. We represent the sons and daughters of God by being born of the Spirit. and So that makes us fellow heirs. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. Boy, that ought to take a hold. But ye have received the spirit of what? Adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit itself, get this, beareth witness With our spirit that we are, oh, the children of God. Our spirit ought to bear witness with the spirit, come on, the spirit of creation, the spirit of the beginning, the spirit of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, just like the Lord has said. We have the same spirit dwelling in us, and it should connect. We should know who we are. We're the sons of God. We're the heirs. I promise you, I don't make the devil happy. I would love to make him mad. Oh yeah, there. When you make the devil mad, there's a fight. Some of y'all need to learn to fight. I'm not talking about none of this thumb wrestling. I don't know where that came from. No we got to fight the fight of faith. My faith tells me I'm a son. I'm an heir to the kingdom. Come on, we said it Sunday. He said, let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions, many abodes. I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, you may be also. In other words, what's mine is yours. Where I am, you're going to be. I don't know about you, but that ought to do something to our spirit. Because when we're born again, we're fellow heirs with Christ. We fall in line, the same line as that sonship. The difference between the the. The Testaments, the Old and the New Testament, the focus now shifts from the Old Testament to the New Testament, from the old lineage, uh, from the old bloodline, uh, amen, from the ancestor to the lineage of God. That comes from the Spirit. Did you get that? Listen, look at me. Watch me. I don't care nothing about your family tree. I, don't get me wrong. You know what I'm saying? That family tree, I've told you this a long time ago, our family tree got a limb cut out of it because somebody cut it out a long time ago. The older I get, the more I understand it. No, our lineage, I hope you get what that means. What you were, what you were don't mean nothing to what you are now. And what you, oh yeah, come on, what you have become in Christ. And do you understand? I hope you understand it because the devil knows who you are in Christ. How many's had the blood applied? Oh my God! We get so excited about the Passover because they put the blood over the doorpost and and the death angel flew over. Oh well, I got to bypass it. Do you realize you got you got the blood of Jesus applied to your life? And every every devil, every demon, every spirit knows. Come on, when they come by you, come around you, Amen. Who you are? You're born again. You're preserving the Spirit. Oh, get me. You're preserving the Spirit of God. That's what we are. We're preserving the heritage that God promised from the beginning. You didn't know this, did you? You're a star. You knew that, didn't you? No, I don't want, no, I better pick somebody else. You. We're stars. Because remember the promise? Remember the promise to Abraham? Before he ever, before he ever procreated, if you will, before he ever had a child, God let him know you're gonna you're gonna be a blessing and your lineage. It's going to be as the stars. And you heard me say Sunday, you could tell some people there's 300 billion stars in the sky. And they, okay. You know about the paint. Tell somebody you just painted that bench and they're going to go over. Is it? Touch it. It's just the nature. See, that the devil knows. Who we are. And what listen to, listen to me because I believe this is really the thrust of what God wants somebody to hear. But what the devil don't want you to know is who you are in Christ. Because if he can, if he can keep you down, if he can keep you depressed, if he can think you, keep you thinking bad about yourself, Come on, we've all sinned. We've all fell short of the glory. But thanks be to Jesus, amen, we know who we are in Christ. We can rise up out of the ashes. We can rise up and realize, amen, I'm still a child of the Most High. I'm still born again of water and of spirit. I'm still a part of the sonship. forget the lineage now it's from God we're a part of the spirit that changes listen listen tell the devil yourself that changes everything the same spirit that raised up Jesus from the is dwelling in this body Let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. You know what? Jesus knew nothing could hold him back. Jesus knew nothing could hold him down. Why? He could have stopped in the garden and not went to the cross, but he went there willingly and purposely. Amen. We've got to have the same mind. It's not about me, but it's about the purpose that God has in me because I'm going to affect other people. give you about preserving our heritage you know I'm not no poet I don't do poetry and not that kind of guy but there's two quotes I want to share one comes from Aristotle Aristotle and he said the aim Uh, you educators plug your ears the aim of education is to make the pupil now that tells you how old this statement is Pupil. Pupils, not students. The aim of education is to make the pupil like and dislike what he ought. And that's pretty powerful. That's why parents are failing. They're trying to be friends to their children instead of teaching them what they ought to like and dislike. Come on, you want to preserve the church, you better start talking better about the church. Come on, you better start showing them what they ought to be doing and ought to be believing and ought to be thinking and not giving their own choice. Well, you think this way, you think that. No, we need to teach them, bring them up, and raise them up as they should go. That's what the Word of God says. Contrary to. Second is from J.T. Pugh. He's in our faith. He said this years ago. He said, you can never put into others... What you do not already have within yourself. Isn't that true? Isn't that true? You can't expect somebody else, amen, to have something that you don't already have. Why? Because we're not going to be the example. Thank the Lord. Brother Riddell, come up here because obedience is better than sacrifice. He knew that or he wouldn't have did the five push-ups. I'm sure he was telling us obedience is better, obedience is better, obedience is better. (laughs) No, we've got to learn that. There's just some things that trumps others. And we've got to realize that. Timothy wrote in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 14 and 15. He says this, and it's... it's, It's something, you know, we, we just really kind of take for granted, take it lightly. But he says, but continue you, thou, in the things which thou has learned and has been assured of. How, listen, look at me. Look at everybody, look at me. How can anybody backslide? How can anybody quit God when they've been in a service and they've seen the outpouring of the Spirit They've seen the Holy Ghost poured out on children that can barely speak English, let alone speak in tongues. How can they be like that, amen, when they've been assured by the Spirit that the Spirit of God, oh, listen to me, was moving? Look what he says. He says, "What you have learned and have been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. In other words, we've got to be careful, amen, that we don't blaspheme the word of God by how we live our life because if we deny, amen, the power of God, amen, something that we've been assured of, look, that's been poured out from whom we learned, guess what? I went to Sunday school. I went to church, and the power of God moved. Then guess what? When you step back, you better be careful because you're not preserving the heritage of God, amen. You're giving in to the. The adversary and telling the adversary what that was was not powerful enough. Oh, somebody pray for the preacher. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! What he says. Well, you know, the church, oh, well, the people, you know, funny thing when revivals were, were going on, they were just the best thing under heaven. And then suddenly something changed. What happened? Because we lost the assurance and we forgot of whom we've learned them. And he says, and from a child thou hast known the Holy Scripture, which are able. Boy, I tell you, we could spend some time right here. Are you getting this? Able to make thee wise unto salvation. It didn't say he's going to make you wise in calculus. He th- didn't say anything about making us an Einstein. You know, we still duck because we know re- relative. you know, what's going to happen when something's falling. We, we don't have to try to figure it out. Come on. We know when the Holy Ghost is moving. Some of us do. We know when the Lord wants to move. And when the Lord wants to move is when we usually are white knuckled on the pew. Now, what am I went in my notes. It's free. It's the faith in Jesus. You know the Lord spoke to me the other day. I really feel like in prayer Lord, God, God is we've got a ton of talent in this body that's not being used. That's setting back. That feels like, well, you know, I've had my day or I've did this and I and I earned and I, we need to stop allowing the devil to convince us that we've earned anything. This is not a merit system. Because preserving our heritage, preserving our inheritance, preserving our legacy, preserving our birthright requires a constant effort. To retain our separation, our holiness unto a God from this world. Come on, it's our, we've got to constantly watch ourselves, how that we conduct ourselves, how that we do things. We've got to make a conscious effort in knowing that we're serving a holy God. And He says, Be ye holy, for I am holy. What does it mean? It means to be separate, it means to be different. It don't mean to go out here. To Try to look worldly and be worldly. It means to try to be separate, to try to be separated from those things. My Lord, what a battle in the church today! And I'm talking about the church, whole church. Everywhere you go, it's the devil's business to try to interfere with the, listen to me with the holiness of God. Because if the adversary can make God appear to anybody unholy. Oh, man, he's, he's, I mean, he's climbed the biggest tree there is. I gotta, because he says, listen, if we don't keep a hold of what we've learned and what lessons that we've been taught, if we don't keep the heritage preserved, we'll lose it. It'll diminish. We've got to stay because we serve a holy God. Church is our birthright. Church is my birthright. Serving the Lord is my birthright. Church is my home. It is. It's where my heart is. It's a place of comfort. My God, people that tell me that they come to church and aren't comfortable, it just means hey listen, you need to hit an altar. It means you need to get on your knees. It means you need to talk to God. Because there's a wedge there. There's something there. Why? Because there ought to be a comfort in serving God. Because from that we know God says, I'll never leave you, never forsake you. I'll always be there for you. No matter what you're going through, I'll never let you go through it alone. Well, you don't know what. Yes, it don't matter. He does. Because we talk ourselves into a pity party. I'm telling you there's times I have to I have to smack myself on the forehead quit seeing only the negative. Well look at that. 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 Well stop looking at that 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 and start looking at that 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 and knowing hey listen, there's a church. There's going to be a people. Come on, there's a power of God. There's an anointing to have. There's a place to be in God. It's my right. It's my God-given right. I wrote this down. Home is where life makes up its mind. Where you're comfortable at in our homes. Now, I'm going to close here in just a moment. If heritage, the word heritage, the term heritage is considered a legacy, and I believe we have a powerful one. I believe we have a powerful legacy I mean we've had forerunners and brothers and sisters come up through the ranks over the years that has blazed a powerful path for us doesn't mean that there ain't some room for some changes because we have to adapt to different things but it doesn't mean that we have to embrace the cultures and that's what people are doing. They're embracing the cultures and allowing those cultures to dictate. But if if this is the case, then we must leave this to the next generation. Now, I say this because it's both spiritual and it's both spiritual and moral strength. How we conduct, listen to me, church how we conduct ourselves and how we do now is going to determine the strength and the morality that we live, that we give and pass on to our children as a heritage. So that's why we need to be more careful in the things that we talk about in their presence. We need to be more careful how we dress and how we conduct ourselves in their presence. We need to teach them that they need to start living that way themselves. Instead of passing it off like, well, everybody else or, well, the rest of the world. We need to teach, start teaching them there is a difference. If we don't do it, they'll learn it, to, amen, elsewhere. And when they learn it elsewhere, you're going to find yourself. Come on, you, you heed the warning of God. What he's trying to tell us, because the only way you preserve something is to take it to heart, keep it to heart. Stand with me. We preserve it through prayer. Can I say this if you're listening? Can I say this to those that are here? Stop making excuses to miss prayer. Stop making excuses to miss Bible study. Ask God to give you and renew a love in you A relationship, listen, a relationship in you so that we can together begin to preserve what God has given. Come on, we we all get off track. We all battle things. But it's how we overcome that makes all the difference in the world. Stop asking for outside help. Start asking for godly help. Stop trying to make a point And start trying to please. Come on. I told you, from, from the pulpit on back, we've all got to learn because change is tough. When you're just an old redneck or when you're just an old whatever... It's hard to change. Road rage don't have a grip on you. It's called discipline. That's discipline. It's nothing you can't control. It's just we have learned to do some things and react in some ways so long that's just that's what comes natural to And we've and we've got to learn to change. Something Mike Tyson said years ago, and I, you know, he's he's by no means any kind of an example. But he said something that made sense. When he was just a street thugger, you know, he wanted people to know what these things could do. But after he began to make money and get a little fame, he had to be on guard because anywhere he went and somebody did that, the first thing, but every time now, I've got to learn to control myself because I'll lose everything. I'll lose everything I got in just a moment's time. Just in my response. That may not be the exact words. I'm But that's exactly what he said. And we've got to learn as Christians what we stand for, what we have. Come on, it's worth defending, but it's also worth living. It's worth preserving. My son gave me this, something that he picked up somewhere and I said, man, I got to use that tonight. He said, think about this. He said, that the statement was made in some little seminar he was at. He said, it's better to have surgery on the body now. You know, if you need something done, it's better to have surgery on the body now than to wait for a year down the road and have them do an autopsy to find out what it was. You get that? In other words, it's better to live now the right way than to wait and take chances down the road. Come on, I'm preaching to somebody. Stop letting the devil tell you, kick the can down the road. Come on, realize it's better to fix it now. It's better to live for God now. It's better to preserve now. Amen. While we've got the chance and while we have the Spirit of God instead of waiting until they have to do an autopsy on you. Find out what happened. Let's fix our heritage now, and let's live. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity. Thank you for life. Thank you for preservation. Thank you, Jesus, for how you preserve us. You keep us by your word. God, we come to you in prayer. We come to you fasting. God, we seek you, Lord. We ask you, God, for your direction in everything, Lord, in our life and all parts of our life. Lord, help us to be patient, to wait on you, to trust you, to know, God, that you have our good, to know, God, that you're able to fix. Lord, I pray, God, tonight, Lord, that you let something be said that tonight, God, go out to someone, Lord God, and help them change in Jesus' name. amen. 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 God bless you. Prodigals, oh, thank you, yes, 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 thank you. Forward we're dismissed here, if you know someone, whether it's a family member or, or several, if you know their name and their phone number, and you don't mind giving them to the pastoral team for now, what we're going to do is we're going to take every prodigal, every backslider, every person that's ever known the Lord or had a relationship, if you want to give those to us, we're going to start making an effort, that's the part of the aggressive, we're going to start making an effort to contact them, to get to them. Amen, how, how many will help, how many would be even willing to help out at, 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 when the time comes, amen, that we can do that. All right, so uh, take the time, get them to us. It don't have to be tonight, but, you know, between now and Sunday, start turning them in, get them to us, and we'll make sure, we'll make sure uh, that we try to reach out and try to get to those folks because I believe uh, we've got to show the enemy that we mean business by being aggressive. And sometimes that means you have to, sometimes that means you have to kick the door in. Come on, pull them out of the fire. Amen. Rescue them. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you, sir. If I'd read my own notes,
0: <laughs> if, I could, if I just read my-